All right, welcome to a new episode of Real Estate vs. Technology. Happy 2022. Welcome, Dan, as our co-host today. Glad to be here, guys. Amen to that. So welcome to all our viewers and listeners. Before we go ahead and give everyone, let everyone know who our guest is for today, we want to encourage everyone to like today's episode, leave a comment below what you learned, and be sure to hit that notification bell if you're on YouTube. Today, we have someone who's coming in all the way from Brook Associate. He's going from Keller Williams. He's a licensed real estate agent specializing in VA and DM and always looking to get better. Actually, this individual also was a boxer. We might have to get into his past life <laughs> boxing. Today, we have the one and only... Diego Abrego on the show. Welcome, Diego, to Real Estate vs. Technology, man. Hey, what's going on, guys? Happy to be here. Happy to catch up with you guys. Yeah, man. It's awesome to have you on the show because uh, we actually know Diego more on the real estate side for uh, Liftoff. And so I was like, man, Diego, we got to get you on Real Estate vs. Technology and get into yeah. your story and share your story and technology using also with our community here with uh, Real Estate vs. Tech. So let's get into it, man. Like, how long have you been in the business? What made you get in the business? And uh, what area do you serve? Cool, man. Yeah, so I'm licensed right now in Virginia and Maryland. I live in Loudoun County, Leesburg, to be specific, about 45 minutes or so from D.C., right, if you're not familiar with the area. Yeah. Um, love it here. Born, in, born and raised in Northern Virginia. Born and raised in Northern Virginia. Have, sorry, something popped up on my screen there. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, no, I love it here. Love it here. Serve here. And, um, yeah, I love it. So that's awesome. That's awesome. So what get, what got you into the business from like, I know you were, were you going to be a professional boxer? And then from that, you then started to transition and, and start to move into the real estate career or, or what did that path look like? Yeah, no. Um, so I was boxing for seven years and really enjoyed it. Born here in Northern Virginia, raised in Northern Virginia, really love this area. Very familiar with the area. I'm here now in Loudoun County. This is really where I consider myself raised. Uh, went to middle school here, went to high school here, played sports here, have a bunch of friends and family here. Yeah. And uh, now, I, now I work here, right? So I service really all of Northern Virginia, you would say, um, okay. from Loudoun County, Fairfax County. If you're familiar with the area, those are very big, uh, high populated counties, right? Fairfax has over a million in population. Wow. Loudoun County around four to 500,000 or so. Mm. And even Prince William as well, which I believe is near a million. Don't okay. quote me on that, but I mean, you know, you can fact check me. It's close there. Yeah. yeah. And uh, really love the entire area. I feel like it's a great place to live. I always tell people that I love living here and working here. And that's why it's so easy for me to help people, you know, buy and invest in this area. Yeah. That's something that, you know, I'm really passionate about. I'm also licensed in Maryland as well. Majority of my business is here. I also have a lot of referral partners in Maryland, but I do service some clients that are 20, 30 minutes or so borderline from where I'm at right now. Nice. That's awesome. I love it. That, that's awesome. And then tell us a little bit about like uh, your backstory. What was like the thing that like, was it because of family or how did yeah. they call your name and how'd you get into real estate? So I'm 27. I'll be 28 next week or so, like in two weeks or so. Happy, happy birthday. Thank you, man. Thank you. You know, early happy birthday for sure. 
I got licensed when I was 23, about to be 24. So end of 2017, about November. So didn't really start the business full time until about eight months, right? Until I sold my first house. So I was I was actually working at a restaurant. Um, reason being because I was boxing. Okay. And to kind of backtrack that, right? I was boxing for seven years right before I got into real estate. Thought that was all I was going to do. I started boxing when I was 17. Had 33 amateur fights. Wow. Uh, Sparred the likes of, you know, Shakur Stevenson, Gary Allen Russell. These are big names. You know, Antoine Douglas, a bunch of other really good boxers that are well known in this yeah. you know boxing community and just in general and it's all I was going to do but long story short I always had like a niche and knack for business whether it was in our family or whether I just naturally had that persona did a little bit of personal training um, in regards of having my own business right and just going mm-hmm. door to door car to car just kind of telling people hey I can help you get in shape and this is what I do decided you know what i like fighting a lot more than i like getting people in shape and just focused on boxing so <laughs> that's how i started you know i ended up going to a restaurant just kind of make ends meet and be able to travel and focus on my fighting career mm-hmm. and then out of nowhere i decided hey you know what i want to give this real estate a shot it seems like it's something that really really fits my my personality if you want to say yeah right you read a quick bio of what is a real estate agent career for you and you read those, you read those comments, right? That they say, and I'm like, you know, what? all this kind of aligns with what I'm trying to do. I have a good work ethic. Yeah. No income limit, like no ceiling really. Right. Yeah. Your own boss, say your own schedule, things like that. Mm. That originally got me, you know, interested in it. Yeah. But to, to, to tell you the truth, I really had no idea what I was getting myself into. I love that, man. I love that. I can, I can only imagine too, like being a boxer and being consistent for seven years. Yeah. How that consistency, even in training to be healthy, can then go into the world of real estate in a sense where you have to be consistent, making your calls, doing your networking, prospecting, showing homes and what have yeah. you. Can you give us a little context as far as reviewers and listeners, like that self-discipline? How did that help you? Yeah, no, that's a, that's a great question. It's funny, my brother and I, my brother just recently joined the real estate team as well. We always make boxing analogies in regards to how it does correlate with life in general, right? Okay. So the day-to-day is definitely different in regards to boxing. Obviously, it's a lot more physical training, right? But the mental is 100% there. Yeah. Just building routines when you're getting ready for a fight. You know, you go into training camp mode is what we call it. When you're in camp, you're sleeping at a certain time, you're eating a certain amount of food or not eating a certain amount of food, should I say, and training a certain amount of times a week, and we're training at the same time every week. So that was more actually more set and organized in real estate, I would say, just because with real estate, as you know, you know, there's appointments all types of the day, you never know, you have clients looking at different areas and things like that. Yeah. But the work, work ethic is the same. When I first got into business, like I said, I didn't really know what, how, how can I translate my boxing work ethic to real estate, right? Because I got licensed, but I didn't really know how to build a big real estate business or even how to do a real estate transaction, right? Yeah. Because in boxing is very easy. It's like, it's easy in the sense that it's simple, that you run, you train, you spar, you study film, right? You listen to your coach and you're going to get results. So when I first got into business, that was kind of the thing for me. It was like, 
all right, what, what can I, what do I replace the running with? What do I replace the, <laughs> the training, the sparring with? Right. And then, it, yeah. then as you get more experience, you start to learn, all right, well, you read, you talk to other individuals who have businesses that you're trying to emulate. Right. Yeah. You do, you do script practice, you do role playing. There's things you, you can do. You study, right. You study the contracts. So you're well-versed You can protect your client. So there's things you do. And it was just kind of, the same thing. It's a very, it's a very simple route to success, right? It's just not easy. Mm-hmm. It's like what I really like, you know, success is simple, not easy. You know what to do. You just got to do it. So it's just finding yeah. those things. And I think that's like anything, right? I mean, you guys can attest to that. Just put in, put in the work and the results will come. You make adjustments, but as long as you show up every day and put in the work, mm-hmm. you know, you're going to win the fight at the end of the day. <laughs> I love that, man. I love that. I'm sure that, who knows, there could be boxers out there that are going to see your episode and, and yeah. know like how did and are inspired. Right. And want to know how, yeah. you, how you did that. So, so you got your license, you know, eight months before you got your first deal side yeah. hustle, doing your thing with the restaurant, plus your boxing. Now you go in and sounds like now you're just obviously full-time real estate, right? You're doing it full-time now. <laughs> and how long you've been in it since uh, like from boxing and do you still box and are you just all full-time real estate or you No, I mean, I'm an all in kind of guy. When I made the decision to get into real estate, it was like, this is what I'm going to do forever. Like that was kind of my intention. Right. Okay. Um, so I treated it as full time from the beginning. Right. So I, I worked at a restaurant. I was working like overnight shifts. Yeah. From like five to 2 AM or whatever the case would be. So I would do all the training in the morning, all the calls in the morning. My boss was flexible with me. So again, I sold my first house and I was like, Hey man, give me a month to kind of make this work. Let me figure it out. Kind of focus yeah. more. I sold two more houses the next month. And then I was nice. like, I'm, I'm out of here. <laughs> so, so that was, that was really it. And uh, I've always had the, the mindset of just, it, it's going to pay off. Right. So yeah. that's the good thing about business. And that's why I wanted to get into it was because with fighting, I had no doubt that I could be successful as well, but it's, it's such a short window. Mm-hmm. I just had the vision of like, I have a passion for business and, and, and reaching out and building a brand. Yeah. I know I can do this for a long time. So yes, mindset was like, if I get into box or if I get into real estate, I can do this forever. And as long as I don't stop, there's literally no way I can lose as long as I'll just keep getting better. Right. So wow. I love that. It's so true too. And it's good. It's good. Yeah. It's a great story. And, it, and it's a test to, to the fact that like, you look at a lot of athletes like you look at NFL players and they joke around yeah. not for long. Right. So it's nice. You saved your body and you went into a, in a field where now you can, you know, have your family do your thing and then live on until your older age and hopefully be less bruised and battered, you know, so you could be able to still. Yeah, no, exactly. So there's definitely a lot of pros to uh, doing this opposed to boxing. I still love it though. I don't train to answer your question. I okay. mean, I don't fight. I still, yeah. I still train. I keep my hands sharp. Okay. Mainly just lifting weights. Okay. Staying in shape about five, six times a week or something like that. I love that. I love that, man. I'm right there with you. I love it. So uh, last two questions before we give it to Dan to the mix up round, and then we'll get into more about like technology you're using cool. to grow your business, to inspire our, our community here. Um, so now let's say you've been in the business for eight plus years. You're all in now last 12 months. What does that look like for your business as far as transaction volume? How many families did you help the last past 12 years? Yeah, no, great question. So my business has grown a lot from the beginning. So my first year, and it hasn't been eight years just to, um, you may have misheard me. I just had a mess up, but 2017, I got licensed. So 2018 from January. So the year 2018 was six transactions. My first year, Got it. 
The second year was a little more consistent. It was about 10 or 11. I can't okay. remember off the top of my head. And then 2020, when the pandemic hit, is when my business really took off. So wow. <clears throat> right when COVID hit, I actually tore my Achilles. So like a week before, oh. Oof. yeah, a week before the quarantine, I had, um, I could tell my business was picking up just in general. It's getting more leads, more, more qualified, you know, clients, you can say. Okay. And I'm playing, I'm lifting weights, I'm playing basketball, boom, tear my Achilles. And I'm like, oh God, I already knew I tore my Achilles, but uh, long story short, I'm in a boot and I'm like, dang, this sucks. <laughs> and then COVID happens and everyone can't leave the house. And I'm like, all right, well, it's not too bad. <laughs> this is still, was still booming, right? People were still wanting to see houses. So I had to learn okay. how to maneuver with a boot for about three months or so. But at first, that year, 2020, it was, um, uh, Four transactions of four six the first six months, and then nice. the last six months was seventeen transactions. Wow! And just completely carried that into the new year. Yeah. So in twenty one, we finished with thirty two families helped. Wow! Just under like fourteen million. It was like thirteen point eight million in volume when you look at the property sales price. Nice man. That's so thirty. That's thirty two buying sales, right? So we did help other families as well with rental needs. We have a couple okay. clients who have investment properties that we help lease out nice. and obviously we have other clients as well who need temp temporary rentals and we help with rentals as well. So that's cool. That's awesome. I love that. Now I know kind of how you flow about like, you know, helping families and the way that you represent your business. And, and so I really respect that. So last thing from, from my perspective is, yeah. is like, if someone was going to work with you, like, what would you say separate you from another agent, you know, from someone working with you and someone else? Yeah, that's a really good question. I feel what separates me is that I, really dedicate myself to my client and their goals. Right. And wow. it becomes um, a very genuine thing. I just put a lot. It's there's so many realtors out there. Right. Yeah. So for someone to select me and choose me to help them with such a monumental task, whether it's buying their first home or second home yep, or selling a home that's been in their family for a long time. Right. Mm -hmm. I take that with a lot of honor and respect and I'm, I'm appreciative. Right. So that's, I feel like that's what separates me, right? Obviously, I have a lot of knowledge. We have a lot of technology that we use and all that good stuff that a lot of, there's a lot of other good agents out there who provide that similar value. But I feel like where it separates with myself is that it's a very personal touch, right? I have a big brand, but it's not like a, a smoke and mirrors. Like if you reach out <laughs> to me, the number that I poke, that I put out there, like you're going to, I'm going to pick up the phone and I'm going to talk to you. I'm going to meet you at your house and pick up the phone on the weekend or pick up the phone past nine o'clock if I can. Right. Obviously. Yeah. I'm near my phone. I can't, but yeah, I think that's the, that's one of the biggest things that a lot of my clients appreciate. And I feel that's how I was able to build a big business because 95% or so of my business is, is referrals, right. Mm -hmm. Or, or some, someone that I know that has just heard of the good experiences from my past clients. Wow. Wow. I love that. It's nice. Speaks a lot about your character. It's so much different when you're just like transactional and you're just big volume. Sure. And then you actually take the time because you care. So it's a good for you, man. I love that. Diego said, Diego said something that I just wanted to touch on real quick, which is uh, you answer your phone. And yeah. I think, uh, <laughs> yeah. As a, <laughs> As uh, you know, I texted somebody this weekend. I'm not going to put them on front street, but I texted somebody this weekend because I needed financials for an investment property because they wanted to underwrite it before they wrote an offer. And 
she just slow played me. And finally, like Sunday, I sent her an email. I'm like, listen, like you're not getting an offer today because you got a text in the morning and you chose not to respond to it. And now he's not interested in, you know, I have a million dollar proof of funds for cash and he's not interested in writing yeah. an offer on your property. So I just wanted to like touch on that. Like there is a, there's a fine line between communicating and there's a fine line between being responsive and proactive. And I think you're going to do great in your career as you develop, because you understand that early on where I think mm-hmm. a lot of people just think like, you know, you need me more than I need you. And I'll get back to you when I can. And yeah, I think that's, that's the, that's the recipe for disaster. <laughs> no, I, yeah, hundred percent. And just mm-hmm. little simple things that I, I heard early on that for whatever reason stuck with me is you want to have a bigger business in this business answer your phone. It's that simple. Just <laughs> Amen. answer your phone. Amen. I can't tell you how many times I've answered my phone and there was an opportunity that I just didn't expect. I love that. And it even works on the other side too, for like more of like a technology service-based business on the liftoff agent side that sponsors real estate for his tech. You know, I do the best I can to show up and show out and, and be available. And people are amazed. I'm like, I'm, I'm a human. Like I'm here for you. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's huge. Well, we're going to switch it up. We're going to do the switch. Uh, the mixed up round. Dan's going to take this on. He's going to ask you a few questions about your business and kind of more the technology side. Okay, and, cool. Um, yeah, so go ahead and take it away to the mixed up round, Dan. Thanks, Norman. I think the, you know, real estate versus tech and, and pseudo to its name is just kind of understanding like, what are you using in your business to leverage outside of your phone and your calendar uh, to generate more business, to amplify your message or your brand? Uh, why don't you give me like maybe your one, two, three tool sets that really just help you become more effective? That's that's a great question. I really should have more systems, right? You hear about people and all these big systems that they have. And I, I almost consider myself old school with a little bit of technology, right? That just works for me. But the biggest things that I use in technology are uh, my, my database, right? My KW Command. I'm with Keller Williams. So we have a system called KW Command. And I'm just really, really good at if you tell me you want to buy a house or sell a house, I put you in that system and I'm just putting down your name, your email, and I'm putting down a note of what you told me when you told me. And I'll just keep staying in touch. It's very simple for me. And I also do a lot of blast emails where just kind of stay in touch with my clients. They're very personal, whether it's a video or whether it's just, uh, you know, just an email like yep. a written email. So those are the biggest things really with liftoff. I do have a, a great website with liftoff where I'm able to leverage almost like an electric business card, right? It really validates that. And I've had a lot of clients and I had a recent referral from New York who, who just sees all my stuff and they see all my videos and they see that I'm knowledgeable to see that I'm proactive. I'm actually in the business. I'm out there in the field. If you want to say I'm yeah. buying and selling houses, opening doors, making deals, negotiating deals. Right. So I think that's a big part that just kind of helps me. Um, I'm not sure of this technology, but even reviews. Yeah. Reviews have been a big thing for me as well. Right. Just kind of leveraging the reviews, being able to get people to share their experiences. It it really validates my, my business. Right. It makes people feel comfortable, especially in, in, in a field like real estate where a lot of realtors aren't, trusted you could say right Mm -hmm. sometimes we get that negative connotation that oh they just want to make a sale they're just they're just about the money but they see that it's the the experience is a little bit different 
when you work with me. I feel that's something that's been able to make make my job a lot easier, make my selling job a lot easier, right? I mean, I just let my my clients kind of speak for me. And then when I speak with my clients, it's really just about consulting what their goals are and how I can help them. It's I'm not really trying to present anything or convince anybody of how many sales I do or any of that, right? It's just, wow. like, hey, I really want to help you out. And I'm really good at helping people do what you want to do. I've done it a lot of times <laughs> and like, let's get it done. Right. So I, I think you, you, you brought up a good point, which is review capture. And I think uh, one of my golden sayings that I learned early on is that your transaction's not done until the review has been, you know, captured and um, having those online and, and, you know, a lot of people, you know, they put all their eggs in one basket. Is it Zillow? Is it realtor.com? Where do they leave reviews? They put them on their website. And I think that I try to tell everybody, it's like, I don't care if it's one place or like 30 places, but yeah. make sure you have a good system set up that when you close that transaction and they're leaving yeah. that closing table, like you're hitting them the next day with the email while they're happy, not exactly. like two weeks later while they're sitting at work and they're miserable. <laughs> they're like, Hey, you know, now I got to spend 30 minutes to think about what I'm going to write about Diego. Yeah. And I think, uh, timing technology, being specific and, and intentional on where you're going with your business for review capture and ultimately putting it online. Cause uh, you know, it, it takes a little bit of time, but I always email my reviews to support at liftoffagent.com. They put it on my website yeah. and then I copy and paste it, put it on social. Then I have a, a, mm -hmm. a process around that and, I don't close out my file unless that is done. That's like the last thing that has to be done. And if you're an agent out there listening to this, I can, I can pick up my phone and talk to like, I can literally call like 30 agents that have sold probably 30, 50, hundred million dollars in real estate, but I search them online. There's like three reviews. Yeah, no, exactly. So <laughs> it's, it doesn't make sense. And there's definitely a select few agents who do have a good track record of reviews, right? And they're usually good agents because clients want to talk well about them and share their experiences for a reason. Mm -hmm. I'm sure there's a lot of good agents who don't have reviews, right? And they're missing out, like you said, because if people are willing to say good things about you, use it to your advantage. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. Exactly. exactly. So. Well, uh, last quick question. I know we uh, kind of been all, all over the place in this round, but um, what is one piece of technology that you see yourself going into 2022 and maybe trying for your real estate business? That's a great question. Um, that's, that's a great question. I haven't really pondered as far as technology goes. Now, one thing that I've been really contemplating about the best way to, to bring this in is like an admin or a TC, right? Mm. It, do you use an in-person TC, a, a full-time assistant, and just kind of realizing where my business is? Right now, I personally don't mind it. Some people think I'm crazy. They're like, you do 14 million, you do how many transactions, and you do it all by yourself. So it's definitely bringing that in to kind of delegate some admin work for me. For me, though, I kind of like it. It, um, Not to digress, but it keeps me focused, right, from waking up, almost kind of like clocking into the office, and I'm there. It's very easy for me to send these emails and do these things and make phone calls and do all that. Then not necessarily clock out, but just have a set time where I'm behind the computer, but that's probably the biggest thing this year. That's what my goal is just to, to bring in some help back in. Almost use some of this technology for me. Yeah, leverage some of these things for me, delegate a little bit. I think you're going to be in a unique situation. And I, I follow suit to anybody that uh, doing it yourself, realizing where the pinch points are. 
understanding like what documents and template emails you need for TC work, you're going to be in a much better place when you do hand that off to create yeah. the system and the job description. And like, this yeah. is how I want it done versus uh, just outsourcing it immediately and letting somebody else kind of run that side of your business. Because, um, you know, I've, I've, I have a TC that I deal with and there's always those things that you're like, Hey, you forgot this or you didn't do this. Yeah. Now you can set up the system to really be tailored to your business. And I think if you're listening out there and you're look, it's, it's time to get a TC or an assistant, sit down and take the time to map out what they're going to do versus mm -hmm. them showing up on Monday and you're being like, okay, so like, this is what I do. And like, yeah. I'm not hundred percent sure on what I need you to do. Yeah, exactly. It's failure. It's recipe for failure. Yeah. yeah. I think, I think that's the biggest decision for me is just kind of taking, taking some time down to really write down what do I want to do and not do and having, like you said, exact system. So it, there's no, I don't want to spend more time managing my TC when I could just be doing it myself. Like then yeah. it's like, what am I doing here? <laughs> I'll, I'll show you my system sometime, Diego, for, how I use monday.com sky slope and, and a few other things to kind of like pretty much just map out the entire transaction. Yeah. And I know exactly what my TC is doing at all times. One thing I'll touch on that's been pretty cool has been um, just since COVID, it's really crazy how the appointments have really changed. Just, I mean, I've almost do zero in-person appointments. It's just, especially yeah. the first consultations, almost everything's over the phone or over zoom and, it's almost become the new norm and it's crazy how it's 2022 already. And it's just, I almost forgot, right. I'm, I'm like, I said earlier, I'm, I got my brother on board and I was just telling him how, when I first got started, I mean, we're meeting in the office about two or three times before we go look at homes, make sure they're pre-approved, answering their questions. And I'm just like, you can do this with a phone call. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> you can do so, it. I'm kind of glad that that kind of, that kind of has shifted over more and more people are, almost almost required to understand technology at least at a very base level amen it's less gas and more uh more profit yeah more time for us <laughs> yeah exactly cool well back to norm that was a great mix-up awesome thanks dan and uh yeah i mean to unpack that that was great diego i like how you just said keep it just keep it simple just the basics yeah. right you have a crm system put your contact in there throw in some notes, make a phone call, send out an email, be personable, happy birthday, holidays, whatever. Yeah. Absolutely love that. And then scaling up to get the TTC. I think that's a really good idea. Dan, you know, harped upon it. And at Liftoff, yeah. we always talk about what is your standard operating procedure? What are the key performance indicators that the standard operating procedures are working? So you can then have more income producing activities, yeah. right? So I absolutely love that. And it's so true. And they come in, you're like, oh, cause then you're working on it in the business and anyone who is out there who has a business knows you're always doing this back and forth, back and forth. And uh, it's funny how you talked about the end there, the uh, whole COVID land we live in and now meetings yeah. like this, and this is how we started real estate versus tech. And then I moved out of state. My wife and I moved out of state and said, Hey, like, I don't need to go in offices anymore. And I used to go in every single realtor office yeah. on the list off agent side years back. And now it's like, I can do this. And it's super yeah, simple. Pretty sweet. It's awesome. It just makes it. And then you get more time. Like my daughter's taking a nap right now. And you know, it's just nice. You know, you have that. Kind of <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Definitely. Uh, awesome. So I have three more questions before we end the show. And at the end of the show, we just like to leave the floor be open to you. So anything that your viewers and anything that they want the viewers and listeners to take from you. Um, so on the expert side or positioning side, like 
are you thinking about yourself as far as your business as an expert, as far as like in the cities or the areas that you serve? Um, do you just mainly just focus on just repeat business and referral business? Or how do you look at it now that you saw that some business is coming in from like your website perspective and the video yeah. perspective? What, what's your thoughts on that for any viewers and listeners out there? Um, are you saying in regards of focusing on a certain area or yeah, like a niche area? Yeah. And, and yeah, I think it's important to have a niche, but it's not necessarily like you, you have to be, you have to close all doors. Right. Yeah. So my niche is definitely Loudoun County just because it truly is where I was raised and I know, and I live. So I know the area the best, right. And what's not too bad. It's also an expensive area. So it, it makes sense nice. from a business standpoint to, to focus here, right. Less drive, um, bigger sales, if you want to say, or bigger prices just in general. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's good. It's good to to have an area that you focus in that you really know well because when you spread yourself too thin, for one, you just naturally won't know the areas as well. You won't be able to speak to the to the community, and that small thing may just lead to less referrals, right? Less people bragging about you because if you come to Loudon, I know every single restaurant, every single every single route, every single school for the most part, right? Yeah, and it just people really appreciate that especially when they're from not from the area. Right. I can imagine, especially when you start dropping some names, like we'll go see uh, Stephanie over at the donut shop and Bob over at uh, Bob's burgers, you know, and then you start to like be able to actually know like the people and the owners and stuff, which makes a big difference to keep it more home feel, which I think is super powerful. I can imagine that with referrals too. Yeah. So, uh, so what would be your secret weapon? So I know it sounds like a lot of your business is like referrals and what have you, and this would be like the last question. So what's your secret weapon? If I was a referral or maybe if I was a referral from online, right? I just checked you out online, formal listing presentation. Like what's the, something that you like to press upon, which you kind of already did, but, um, I just want to see if there's anything else that is like your secret weapon or a way that you navigate your formal listing presentations for like a tip or suggestion for one of our viewers or listeners. No, I, like I said, I'm very, I'm very uh, straightforward, like just like that. I love it. Very personable, right? Just very connecting with my clients and just trying to figure out what their problem is and just be able to communicate in a way, in a way that they can trust me and they can also trust the process, right? That I'm going to guide them through for the next two, three, four, six months, depending what transactions they're doing in that time, right? So I love it. That's love really it. it. I mean, that that's really the secret. And if people want to, complicated more and i just i just kind of go back to sticking to the basics right sticking to the fundamentals going back to the boxing thing just stick to the jab like what what wins you the big championships what makes you a great fighter is just doing the the basics at a very very high level and at a consistent level i feel when you do that your success is inevitable and it's the same with listening presentations and buyer presentations Mm -hmm. you practice it you know what you're going to say you know what the goal of your meeting is um, with that client at that specific time, you, you're able to communicate that with them. Yep. They feel it's very simple, right? They feel that they can trust you. They feel that you know where this ship is going, right? Like you're the captain of the ship. They feel confident in you getting them to that destination. And that, that's really what it is. At the end of the day, it's work on your communication skills, work on your, that's really it, work on your communication skills. That's probably the biggest tip in real estate that you can get is being able to communicate with different personalities, different clients, being able to understand people's wants and needs and speak to them in a way that that makes them comfortable and makes them feel that they can trust you. 
I love that. I love it. Keep it simple and have some confidence, damn it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You know what I'm saying? Make, make them feel like you're the one. I love it. Well, we're pretty much at the end of the episode. So I'm going to shoot up the camera. So it'll be on you, Diego. Uh, someone's getting the business. They, they are inspired by you, or maybe they're a boxer wanting to do that. And maybe, yeah. Hey, what's, what's a career path. They stumble upon your episode. What do you want that person to hear from you getting into real estate and following a similar path like you took on? Just to be persistent. If you really want to do it, you know, put it down on paper, figure out what it is you really want mm-hmm. and, and just keep, keep going at it. Keep learning from different people. It's a, it's a very simple process, right? The blueprint has been there. Yeah. You just got to show up every single day and, um, and adjust accordingly. I love it. I love it. That's awesome, man. Well, Diego, thank you so much for being on Real Estate First Technology. Really do appreciate it and appreciate your knowledge. And, and I know we talked about a while back getting you on and then, you know, New Year came up and you're like, I did it. Sure. I'm like, all right, let's go. So Yeah, yes, sir. No, thank you guys for having me. I appreciate it. The opportunity to just kind of talk a little bit about my business and talk to you guys. Yeah, likewise, likewise. Dan, thanks so much for co-hosting. Got to introduce you and Diego because I know you guys technically haven't met yet. Oh, it's been great, man. It's great to meet you. And uh I like your demeanor. Uh, you're you're soft spoken, yet you're very clear, and 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 I see that uh, this will this will take you into great lengths, and uh, you'll be successful in this business. Yeah, no, thanks, man. I appreciate it. Hey, yep. man, laser laser focus. You know what I'm saying? Silent but deadly. What you need? Yeah, <laughs> Slow yeah and exactly. Yeah, no, I'm just. <laughs> exactly just gotta do what i gotta do show up and that's it <laughs> keep making it happen and uh to all of our viewers and listeners we appreciate you watching today's episode be sure to like the episode subscribe hit the notification bell and it is our intention for you to take some from our episodes to apply to your business have more massive success and we will see you on the next one thank you for watching real estate versus technology this week's brand new episode and making it to the end your real one if you haven't already done so be sure to subscribe to our youtube channel hit the notification bell so you'll be notified for new episodes that come out every single week on fridays at 3 30 pacific standard time also if you comment on this episode and you like the episode you'll help this episode get out to more individuals and if you want to join our facebook group page just click a link it's a facebook icon on our profile page here on our youtube channel join our group page network with individuals all across the world and share what technology you're using to grow your business the next link is to join our real estate versus technology brand new ig or instagram page if you go on any of our stories you can see who's going to be on real estate versus technology before it actually goes live on our youtube channel and the last link would be if you want to be on an episode of real estate versus technology you pick a date and a time we'll deep dive into your story and technology you're using to share that with other individuals that view our episodes weekly to inspire, enlighten, show up, and show out for people that love to watch these type of podcasts to have more success in their own business. Thank you so much for your continued support. We appreciate it. We will see you on the